I want you to do me a favor. Yeah, sure. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. What? Let it out. I want you to hit me. Trust me. Come on. Come on. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Hit me, baby, one more time. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to Hit Me One More Time, the Nostalgia Reflection Podcast, where we look at the things that we loved when we were younger and ask the question, is this good? I'm David Luzader, and with me, as always, is Nick Sharmuxness. Nick, hello. Hello, David. Welcome back to the show you already introduced. How's it going? Good, good. I mean, Welcome Back would fit with this episode, as people probably saw. We are continuing. Uh, we, we mentioned at the end of our last episode, hey, you know, we're going to be doing uh, Digimon every once in a while. I don't know what that's going to look like. And here we are, one episode later, continuing on the Digimon train. Uh, we, we did have some people we were talking to for guesting, almost had it lined up, kind of pulled out at the last minute. And so we decided, hey, let's just go ahead and do the next arc of Digimon Adventure, so that will kind of be how we're going to approach this recurring segment. If we, if we aren't able to get a guest, we'll just figure out the next episodes we're going to watch and continue on there. So this is a, a little bit different. Welcome to the welcome to the uh, the, the mini series inside the podcast, uh, Digi Talk. We this <laughs> this show has Digivolved, and uh, it's all Digimon all the time from here on out. Yep. So if you don't like Digimon, too bad. Then you probably didn't click on the episode. To be <laughs> fair, but if you did click on the episode, then you're gonna hear us talk more about Digimon. I thought I was gonna slide into something a little bit more profound there, but I realized it no, nothing came. Nothing. It, yeah. It it was, nothing. Yeah. It was a little bit embarrassing. I'm not. I'm it not was, gonna lie. I'm I'm embarrassed for myself. But what I'm not embarrassed about is talking about Digimon. Okay, I, I wasn't sure exactly where you were going to take that. Another another weird thing about the series, and maybe like when, because it, it'll probably be many episodes or several episodes before we'll get back to doing uh, the next arc after this one, um, is that we don't really have to do all the history and stuff anymore. Uh, I realized that we should come up with names for the arcs because i mean you know there's like it's like devimon arc and this is like the edamon or the crest arc or whatever but i think we can give them more interesting names like i i feel like for this one because we're talking about etamon uh we could call it the the monkey elvis arc or elvis i was monkey. gonna say evil elvis and the funky bunch <laughs> evil elvis and the funky bunk bunch okay i like that uh what about so we didn't do it for the first one because we didn't think about it back then but i I mean, I feel like Leather Daddy Island just fits the the Devamon arc. It's he he was a bit of a leather daddy. That's true. So um, Leather Daddy Island, Temptation Island with Devimon. Yeah, Leather Daddy Leather Daddy Island is probably as good as anything we're gonna get. I mean, even Leomon, you know, wears leather pants, which is a is a choice for a Digimon. As we talked about last time, lots of belts and buckles and shoulder pads. Slightly less in this arc. Slightly less of those. I was a bit surprised. So really it's like the first the, the first arc is the Tetsuya Nomura arc. Is, <laughs> is what, I think what we're getting at. 
Yes, yes. And that's what you call it in your heart of hearts. Uh, but <laughs> I, Kingdom Hearts, some might say. Oh, boy. I, I mean, there's a Sora here and there. But since we're not going to do the big overarching history, Nick and I have very similar histories with Digimon. We watched it when we were kids until we didn't anymore. And now we're revisiting it now. Uh, the, the world's history you can hear in the last episode. But Nick, I do want you to, to the best of your memory, just off the top of your head here, I did not prep you for this at all. Oh, God. Uh, just summarize what happened in the first like 12 episodes in the, the Devimon or the Leather Daddy Island arc. Okay, so uh, a handful of kids get sucked into a vortex uh, while at summer camp, and they end up in a world that's basically just nature um, plus random like telephone poles. Uh, <laughs> if I recall, they get paired up uh, with, in, with like a sort of fate bonding uh thing like you know something weird i was about to like try to make it sound a little more erotic but then i remember this is a kid show and i've decided to not do that um anyway so every kid gets their personal uh uh, digi pet person partner um and then then they they save the world that's (laughs) they 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 group up and they save the world that's basically the plot Uh, um or a small sliver of the world. Yes, yes. As we learn, they're on File Island in the first 12 episodes. And then they go to the continent of Server. Um, because this was back when the internet was still pretty young. And so they could just throw around whatever kind of uh, computer terms they wanted going around. And Right, what? You, I know you only watched a few minutes of the the, the reboot earlier, um, but yes. I am wondering now with just sort of the advancement of you know computer technology, even in the last twenty years or mm-hmm. so. Like, is there like a, a Python Citadel or a C plus um, plus convenience store? I really don't know. Like, well, well the... you know what? If Digimon was made today, I would say fresh, right? Because I imagine with the the reboot, it is, even though they are making changes, it probably is really beholden to older to, to the to, to the old aesthetic, so to speak. So that, but if Digimon was made fresh today, what kind of computer lingo would they pull in? So I don't know as far as the digital world. I only watched the first like five ten minutes of of the reboot just because i was i was curious and have been for a while um really like crisp nice looking animation which did make me kind of want to like keep watching because it's like great these things look really good now Uh, but from my understanding they actually the focus is largely on the real world i don't know at what point they go into the digital world how long it takes and the digital world seemed a little bit different um the, the well, the only kids that I saw and what I watched uh, were Ty and Izzy. Um, those which those are not their names in the Japanese version. Uh, like he is Taichi and uh, Izumi is Izzy and um, uh, Kari, who we we're going to talk a little bit about. Kari, who showed up at the end of this arc in the original, um, she's Hikari. But like uh, Ty has a cell phone, and then when he when he meets Izzy, Izzy's like a super advanced tech kid and Ty's like really impressed because he's got like all these programs he's running on his, his tablet and stuff. So it is, it is a bit different. I mean, they, 
there's certain things that they're holding to, you know, it's still Tai and Agumon running around, uh, but it seems like they are approaching it with a little bit of a fresher uh, mindset because the, the, the landscape of technology, especially as far as like the internet goes, is so different now than it was in 1999 when we uh, first met these, these characters. Right. That's true. And wait, so Agumon uh, appeared in the real world before they even got the summer camp? I didn't get far enough for Agumon to show up. Um, oh, okay. But I think so, based on stuff that I've seen about the, the reboot. They're like in the real world and Agumon is like hanging out with them. Okay, fair enough. That happens. Anyway, but... We're not here to talk about the reboot. You can check that out in an eventual episode of From the Grave. We are here to continue talking about the original Digimon. So after they defeated Devimon, as we've said, they go to uh, the continent of Server. Um, Before that, they they are pushed along on their merry way by uh, an old dude in a hologram called Jinai. Um, who only gives them enough information to propel the plot forward, but otherwise is fairly useless. <laughs> it's totally true. He just like shows up and is like, "You guys got to keep saving the world. Come to server. Oh, and by the way, get these uh, get these crests and tag things. You'll find them. Don't worry about it." Well, bye. also like I I am and am not a human, or I am and am not a Digimon. Like it's just like just give us a straight answer. Give us something, <laughs> what's, man. What's the real mystery here? Why are you why are you being so cagey with your with your lineage? You're literally asking a bunch of scared, traumatized children to trust you and you give them nothing. To be fair, these kids are incredibly trusting. To they the... are. I mean, anytime it's like, oh, a cruise liner, ooh, a, a, a hotel, like something too good to be true appears. They're just like, well, you know, we've been we've been burned before, but uh, what are the chances? Right. Yeah. When the cruise liner showed up, I can't believe just how easily they got on there and started like using the amenities. And these these this time it wasn't like fake, so the food was was real. But also, I don't know why they let them hang out for so long before like springing the trap like why I mean, not you, you want to like kind of soften them up you know like get get them into a false real false sense of security and then they they were in that false sense of security immediately <laughs> they were more than ready to uh to be trapped and then it's... and then when they meet piximon who were i mean we're gonna uh piximon Mwah, beautiful uh, but Piximon is it says something along the lines of like Haven't you rookies learned that the easy way is sometimes a trap? And it's like, no, they haven't. Because of how often no. they are c- captured and tricked. It's true. I mean, these are also kids that probably for all intents and purposes have like never had any like have never really done stuff for themselves. Trapped in a computer program surrounded by monsters. You know, fighting for whatever. Like, the show really underplays the fact that these kids are, like, sleeping outside, rarely having access, you know. Because however much time passes between between episodes, like, they're, the, the fact that they're closed, I mean, that's one of the more unrealistic parts of the show. Yeah, is that oh, their clothes yeah. like, aren't in totally tatters fine. and dirty and gross and, and all of that. Like, the, the, and reasonably, like, these kids are faced with life and death situations. Like, imagine, like, being dropped 
in the woods in the in like a, a huge forest and and someone's just basically like here's your pet raptor <laughs> um now survive yeah like dude, that's rad okay i'm in immediately i would be traumatized but i mean like i also was scared by the care bears when i was a kid so i never had a lot of hope oh that's right you were terrified of the care bears um oh, what was i gonna say about these well and this is uh i mean they're constantly in mortal danger as as we've mentioned and in the first 12 episodes they are also constantly looking for food they are always sort of uh starving a little bit and right. at this point that seems to like kind of go away but they are there's still danger around every corner and they're being hunted now actively by the evil elvis and his funky bunch uh, of etamon who is this this monkey that i don't know if in in the Japanese, he is still, they're still playing it up as like an Elvis impersonation. But I mean, it's 100% what it is. And there's zero question about it. Even at one point, right. he says like, oh, where's my fried banana sandwich? Which could, could be like a monkey joke, but also uh, Elvis loved fried banana sandwiches. The guy died in a toilet. What do you expect? Uh, I, I, mean, I did not know that. I'm, I'm interesting. I mean, anyway, died on a toilet, but not a fried banana sandwich, which actually sounds delicious. Oh, yes, um, yes. yeah, Edamon, which also like, what does the Edda part mean? Like, is it is it tied to monkey? I mean, also, like, he doesn't he doesn't really like. He's kind of I can. He's like a half monkey, half abstract idea i really don't know like he, has, he doesn't seem he has full seams. i mean there's there's weird confusing and disturbing things oh, so, so he's a uh, i'm looking it up here he is a puppet digimon so maybe that's why he's a puppet digimon yes what is what is what does that mean oh boy um i don't know it says type puppet oh i don't know what oh. else you want from me man <laughs> I just uh, uh, okay. He's a puppet type Digimon. I, I, I maybe that's a spoiler for later on. Like, cause he was a fab fabricated by another Digimon. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. It's weird. Uh, so, well, here he was created as an homage to Digimonkey, a character in the weekly Shonen Jump, who oh. would promote Digimon around Japan enthusiastically whilst in a monkey costume. So there you go. Fair enough. Anyway, so Edamon, uh, he has this elvish stick, but like coming off of Devimon, which admittedly like Devimon is the kind of person who probably has more gravitas and a little thumbnail clip, you know, on Hulu than he really does in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the intent there is that, I mean, like even like the final, like the final Devimon episode is like this, you know, angel versus devil, you know, dichotomy that they're working with. Um, and then like, you get to Edamon and it's just like, I love music and I love being evil. Oh, this dude loves being evil. It's his, it's his whole thing. And he's, I think he actually says that, right? Doesn't he say, I love being evil? He does. Um, he's, he, does. he, though, is like stronger than Devimon. And like at, at several times when they're in their Digivolt form, he's just like throwing the Digimon around like they're, they're nothing. Uh, right. So he's like a more imposing villain, but he's way more like cartoony and ridiculous. Right. It's such a weird heel turn. And and then like in the end, he turns into like a Sephiroth wannabe, like weird Final Fantasy. Again, there's another Final Fantasy reference. 
Um, just like the, I mean, not exclusive to Final Fantasy. I'm just, from my point of reference, right. like him getting attached to some weird, like, dark cable things and having, like, this weird bulbous underbody just seems like 90% of Final Fantasy. Well, so, so that, yeah, that's his dark network, um, which I thought was interesting because that's, that was a little bit prescient of of the time um because it's basically the dark web he basically has created the dark web that he is using to control the the digital world so you can blame edamon for contract assassins i guess and silk road and pretty silk road. if those kids wandered around long enough they probably would have found the silk road and i just thank god they didn't thank god um yeah and it just also, the whole dark, like, I, the thing with Edamon that I didn't like, like, yeah, he was goofy, and maybe as a kid, I wouldn't have cared. I, I can't go back and ask my younger self what his, his potentially strong opinions of Edamon was. Wait, why can't you? Because um, uh, uh, I can't, okay, I can't. Mm. Um, but, like, if <laughs> it's sort of a, like, you know, es- like, uh, Usually in an ongoing media rights escalation thing, especially in sort of like fight showing and stuff like that, like you just move on to the next more powerful thing. Uh-huh. And in some ways, Edamon was the next more powerful thing because uh, the kids had to sort of digivolve further in order to competently fight him um, compared to Devimon. But also just the fact that he was so goofy and like silly and it was a little more zany, like was such a heel turn from devimon um it it didn't feel like a true escalation and threat and i feel like thinking ahead to the future episodes that we'll get through and talk about from what i remember when i was a kid like you eventually get to like i don't i think the the final like villain of of the original adventure is called like apocalamon like you can't get much more uh you know, final than Apocalypse. And if I, I remember, like, he kind of had like a trio or three or four, it's, it's like, elite four, Digimon. Yes, it's the four. Um, I think they might even be called Digimasters. I don't Digimasters. know. We'll, we'll get to it. Uh, we'll get to it. You know what I mean? So that feels like uh, you Dark know, Masters. Oh, you Dark Masters Mon- is what they were called. Crap. But really, it was this evil Elvis impersonator. Like, it's kind of a weird switch. Maybe not, not refreshing in a way. <laughs> Um, well, it, but it, it was interesting. Well, and because after this, um, we'll get to Myotismon, not in this episode, but like the next arc is the much more like gravitas, like you know, Devimon kind of ramped up a little bit, like an actual dark villain with some dark, uh, dark intentions. Because Devimon was like, I'm gonna take over the island, but it's like, okay, who cares? Um, but Edamon, like weirdly, this these episodes is really where kind of like some rubber started hitting the road a little bit. Like I felt like the stakes maybe felt a little bit more real. Um, and I think part of that, and I was glad, is that they moved away from the the pattern of the first 12 episodes, right? Like each episode, one of the Digimon would Digivolve. And with the crests, it would have been really easy for them to, oh, each episode, a new kid gets a crest. And in that episode, uh, he also, that the crest is also used to get to the next form. And that was my worry going into this, but that didn't happen. We didn't even get like the next form until uh, of any of them. Um, 
until the end of the arc, and we only got the next form of one of them. Except there was that time when Skull Greymon showed up, and I remembered how terrifying Skull Greymon is. Skull Greymon is terrifying. He's basically this ma- skeletal mass with like its heart beating. Like you can see the heart beating, and it's just got a ferocious face. And it's all because Ty was basically a dick the whole episode, which really felt forced. Like that was something that, as I was watching through them, like I mean, Ty's kind of a knucklehead a lot. Like he basically the show is like this kid's the 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 the, the leader of the de facto leader of the group, but most of the time he's like, you know, like he's into playing sports, yay! But he's not, you know. I wouldn't I, if if I had to choose one of those kids to be like the leader, I would not choose Ty. Um, which I won't think I would have said that as a kid, but I'm definitely saying it now. <laughs> and and Ty's his whole shtick, like by the episode, he's just being a total dick to uh, um, Agumon. And I mean, understandably, like it, it, I guess you know, from a, a child perspective, it's a good lesson of like don't be a dick. But it was really bothersome to kind of watch Ty just like basically force feed. Agumon, like he's trying to make faux gras or something. You know what I mean? Does anyone yeah. know what faux gras is? Foie gras. Foie gras. Foie gras. Whatever. It's, it's, I uh, mean, it's fine. It's, it's, it's don't. It's a French dog. It's not good. Don't, don't make foie gras. Um, yes, yes. He was being uh, a, definitely like an ass throughout the episode, though he was also like feeling pressure of, you know, he was the only one who had a crest at the time and was feeling the pressure of like, we gotta, like, it's all up to me. Uh, we're the only ones that are going to stop Edamon, so we got to, like, digivolve further. And not that that, not that that totally justifies said dickishness, but I I felt like they gave it enough uh, explanation for a kid's show, you know, for, yeah, yeah. for him being I mean, like that for one episode. It's a kid's show that usually has to have some kind of, like, you know, moral lesson most right. of the time. You know, and and these and they they are children. They're impulsive. They're short sighted. They're self centered. I mean, much like adults. But um, it, it, I'm 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 fine. It was just it was just harder to because Ty was just I, I was really enamored by like the leader type characters in most shows. You know, um, so for me, Ty in my mind, and I kind of said this I think in our first episode on Digimon as well was that like. My, if I had to have picked my favorite character, it would have been Ty, but it was a lot harder to watch Ty in this rewatch because of just how obnoxious and impetuous and annoying he was in some ways. Even though I understand that he's a child that's growing and learning and in extraordinary circumstances. Right. He's like 10 years old. Never in Pokemon did Ash uh, have to get pikachu to evolve he, he actively chose never to evolve pikachu um but like he, it was never like uh pikachu i need you to be stronger to beat this person or else we're all gonna die right yeah yeah I, uh, obviously like there are some major pokemon threats but most of the time it's just we go to a gym and we you know the worst the worst the worst thing that's going to happen in ash's day the majority of the time is i lost the battle Right. Um, again, not trying to shit on Pokemon to make Digimon seem somehow extraordinary in regard, like they have their pros and cons. But it, 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 watching again these episodes again, it, it it literally Digimon Adventure, like it is an adventure for the. It's I mean, it's an adventure. It's a very traumatizing, <laughs> exhausting uh, adventure. But you know, it, it you can feel like you really 
feel for the plight of these children that ultimately just want to get home, but have now been saddled with this supposedly great destiny. Also, there's like the really existential stuff, like when Izzy posits that they are digital replicas of their real selves and that their real bodies are probably in the real world, but also they can't risk dying there because then they could die in the room. I mean, this is a kid's show. He's pulling this all out of nothing though. He's like, Oh, well, we're very obviously uh, copies of ourselves. But if we die here, we'll also die in real life. And it's like, what? Are you, uh, what? what are you basing that on? And of course, and then Dad Datamon goes and makes a copy of Sora, you know, who then gets wiped out. And I'm like, poor, poor co- Sora copy. I mean, I don't I, I don't think it had a a soul, digi soul. I don't know. Now it's getting into But it could have. Well, and, and you even had uh, Bioman being like, wait, Sora, if we don't really exist, are we really friends? Sora, does this mean that we don't exist? That we're really not friends? It's like, jeez, right? Izzy, you've really uh, brought everybody down. You done. Oh, God, I can't believe I just said that. Um, <laughs> you, you done screwed up, Izzy. Cut you you did a no-no. Um, yeah. I yeah that was uh that was rough. I also it, I, I we have to keep watching I guess to know for sure. But I also feel like some of the stuff feels a little haphazard. I might be talking on my butt here, but like in the first twelve episodes or thirteen episodes, you know where it was just like here's some phone lines, here's the uh, um a uh, a train car, you know like all this random stuff. Like what does that really have to do with computers? Why is there just random piles of it? You know, left on the on the island. Well, then, but but then we see in the last episode of this arc that um, that because Tai and Agumon um, or not Agumon, I forget what is it, Padamon Koromon. or Koromon. Um, I don't know. Why I thought Padamon, but they get pulled into the real world, into Tai's world. Um, it's not. It's not just like they started animating them over. You know, footage of the real world. Uh, which would have been bizarre, though the animation style did change. Anyway, they get back to Ty's world and discover that Digimon are crossing over and it's having like devastating effects on the That's world. Uh, and it's like climate change is real and it's Digimon's fault. Yeah, apparently that was one thing that was real jarring was there like an extreme heat wave that has dreaded all this stuff and like horrible disasters here and then snow in the US. Um, but also, like, every once in a while, an unseen Digimon shows up and just fires, like, a, a fireball into the city and, like, destroys a building. And everybody That's seems the... to be just living their lives like normal. Or the the news is just, like, several people have reported seeing blah, 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 which also shows that there are people seeing the Digimon. Yes. Of course, apparently it's mass hysteria, and it's presumably not a bunch of children calling. And we know that Kari is the eighth digi-destined. Well, spoilers uh, and... for future. Oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, in in that episode, she talks about seeing, you know, that she's been able to see, that she's apparently she's... been to the digital world before, well, which I don't know if they ever explain how she'd been there before or not. I Well, I don't, yeah. I think in this one, she mostly is just like, I know Koromon's name. They're like, how do you know Koromon's name? She's like, I have no idea. It's like, have you been to the digital world? She's like, I don't know, maybe. Uh, so it's a little bit ambiguous still in this one time that we we see her, but it it is, and also um, 
another of like the rubber meeting the road, right? Like this moving away from the real episodic repeated cycle where it feels like there's much more of a story here now. And now we're introducing like a new, like everything in the real world in that episode was like really interesting to me. And I was getting more interested in like, well, I kind of want to know what happens next. Right. I, and this is something I remember from watching it originally. I was really fascinated by sort of the reverse Isake or however you pronounce it. Like the, the, the strange world coming to our world. I've, I've always been fascinated with that um, in, in popular media. I, I, I tend to gravitate to that stuff. Uh, it, it, it did help that this episode was the best animated episode of the whole series so far. And was probably like, so I remember when we talked about the history that, that they, there was a portion of like the, the Digimon that, that we know of as Digimon, the movie was split up from like three different segments. Uh, and I don't know if right. this was technically one of them because it, it is the same, excuse me, animation style as the movie. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it is. I think they just, um, because the, the movie had been made before it didn't come out or like not the, not all of the movie, but the, um, the Greymon fighting that when all the kids saw it in the, like the apartment complex or whatever that came out before Digimon was released, but didn't come out here in America until like after. So they were just like Uh, copying that animation style. And I, when they go back to the real world later, I'll be curious to see if it's, if it's brought back again, because I actually really liked um, the animation style. I did too. It was, it was, I don't know if it was like the lighting technique that they were using or just the smoothness of the the characters or the fact that the backgrounds weren't just sort of like admittedly beautiful, like pastel, you know, but somewhat divorced from the way the characters are interacting with the world. Mm-hmm. Like if it felt more real. Yeah. It, it just reminded me of, of more, um, more like mature animes that were like from around similar time. Um, mm. like, like even Galleon and, uh, serial experiments lane, which, Give me that crossover. Serial Experiments Lane. Give me Jeez. that crossover, man. Give me Serial Experiments Lane and Digimon going toe-to-toe. Because I'm pretty sure, and spoiler uh, for anybody who hasn't seen Serial Experiments Lane, it's like 20 years old now, uh, but she becomes the internet? Yeah, we'll for do sure. it. We'll do it eventually on the show, I'm sure. Someone's got to bring it to the table. One, one of us, most likely. Uh, but yeah, just the... It felt, it felt different in like a good way, like it was reminiscent of this this other slightly more mature stuff that I really liked. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It. Um, yeah. I don't really know what to add <laughs> as far as that. Just that it, it's. I'll be depressed when we go back to the regular animation style, which is fine. It's just, you know, when it's buttery smooth like that, it's. And, and there was the one um, moment when Izzy was calling through the computer, and oh yeah, it was it was the uh, the normal animation style inside this nicer kind of animation, and also like it was like one shot of Izzy that they had animated to, to get his mouth moving up and down, and they just used like showing no expression, but he's like panicked and like you can't you can't come back here. Um, I was just amused by the voice acting juxtaposed with that image. It's true. It's true. Um, which is true. I'm, now I'm wondering, looking ahead, if 
what am I trying to say? Like, do do they does does Ty return and immediately sync back up with him? Like, is he seeing Izzy at like a different point in time than the Izzy that we meet back up with when we get back to the digital world? Like, um, because it sounds like they were in immediate danger when Izzy was sending that message. Um, why else would he tell Ty to not come back? You know, right? I don't remember well and there's also the thing of apparently uh when ty is back in the real world they have not yet gone to the digital world he like gets back like the day that they left for camp well i think he gets back like the same time that they left so they are already at camp well uh, yes, I think they're at camp, uh, but they haven't gone to the digital world yet because he, he even comments something of like, is there another me out there? He does. I mean, I think he asked a bunch of questions, but I, I was under the impression that just they were they were already at camp and probably had already left. And then he comes back in at the same time that he disappeared into the digital world. I love that we're doing all this theorizing when like eventually we'll just find out. It's totally, totally pointless for us to like spend all this time being like, what's happening? Oh, well, you know, it's I, I, I like I, some theory, some theory crafting, you know, it's true. And it's been so long. Like, even though I've watched the next or I watched through the end of the show, which I, I, when I finally like saw some of the dark masters stuff as I was kind of researching the show, I was like, Oh yeah, I did watch that. I remember like puppet Mon or whatever. Um, yeah, wasn't there like a like a clown Digimon or something that's kind of like a Kafka esque Digimon? There's like, well, there's Puppetmon who's like a marionette puppet style guy. Maybe that, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. But I still remember like so very little that we could spend a lot of time theorizing on what's going to happen, and I won't remember except for that Myotismon comes here and does something, and at one point Joe sees blood and almost passes out, but he like fights through and like patches someone up with first aid to show that he's tough because he's not the the whiny crybaby everyone says he is right oh piedmon sounds terrifying i think it was what i think piedmon was the it's not showing me a picture of him <sighs> those jerks there's, yeah there's, oh piedmon yeah yeah he's kind of the clown pokemon machine dramon puppet mom metal c dramon yep <laughs> I love I love when they start getting into some of the higher up ones. It's just like take an existing one and throw metal on there. And we're good. Right. Also and now they're more powerful. Also, Metal Greymon um shot his rockets out of his nipples. I mean it's out of oh, his yeah. chest, but you know, his chest opens up and it's like I just I wrote in my notes, nipple rockets those <laughs> the well you see here david um yep yeah he did i appreciate you um, not trying to defend it <laughs> the whole i mean as a as a plot thing i mean it's a kid show but the whole like all right we got to find the crests mm-hmm. and the ta- or the tags and the crests and thankfully as you said it, it These episodes were kind of like a smaller version of the first 13 because in some ways, like every episode was sort of like, hey, we found we find the crest. Um, But yeah, except for the the, technically the Skull Greymon one, like none of the kids Digimon until Metal Greymon came out uh, in the finale of it. But 
every episode still was. I think there was one episode where Izzy and Matt sort of found them together, yes, which is they, fine because like it felt like it was supposed to be this profound thing, but really they're just like, yeah. hey, this one's in a wall. Hey, this one's in a brick. Hey, this one's... Yeah, those, you know, theirs like, were in a well. I, like, I just love right. like how, like, oh, here's two of them. Let's just get two of them out of the way. Right. Um, and then the fact that they find the tags themselves in a, a, um, a, a underground, under the ocean, in the deep ocean cavern inside a convenience store in a box next to the jerky. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't know where else uh, where yeah, where well, else you can find you know prophetic, important uh, uh, digi destiny. Um, I mean, where else would tags? It be? Yeah, uh, I guess there's no other better better place well, to, it, to, to to find them. You know, now other questions are arising because. How long has that convenience store been there? Nobody's weirded out by it. They were all weirded out by like, oh, it's so weird. There's like a, uh, like telephones here, and there's like a, a like a um, train car is here, and here it's just like here's a convenience store, which implies a whole digi economy that I have a lot of questions about. Also, that the whalemon or wama or whatever the heck the whale was called said that he saw. Um... I think he specifically said he saw Devimon go go down there. You know, he didn't know what he was doing. So that means Devimon thought the best place for me to hide these things <laughs> is in this underground, under the water convenience store. And hey, he was right. It took them a and while not, to like, find not like destroy them or anything. Like no one ever destroys stuff. No, well, I don't think he was powerful enough to destroy them. I, I mean, destroy he's... a handful of tags. Yeah, as we have learned, as time has gone on, uh, he's, you know, he was weak compared to others. And yet he seemed so big when we first met him. Um, I want I want to talk about Piximon while we still have time, because Piximon was amazing. And I wish didn't just disappear after one episode. He was basically the Yoda of the show. But like such mm. a bad Yoda. Like worse than Yoda, because normally when it's like, oh, I'm going to have you clean everything that's like teaching you discipline or something. He took Tai and Agumon, put them into a cave and was like, you guys figure your stuff out and everyone else come do chores back at my place. And um, that's it. After that, you're you're good. Right. He's like, ah, you guys can't, you know, did you destine your way out of a paper bag? And like, really nothing changes by the nothing end of the episode. He's like. Yeah, they're the ones. Except except that Tai and Agumon realize, like, oh, we should not be afraid of trying to evolve me again. And just, like, thumbs up. Lesson right. learned. Good job, guys. But I love his, like, design. He's, like, this little pink uh, ball guy with arms and legs and wings, but he's, like, apparently really powerful. Right. Actually, I'm curious uh, now. Piximon. What? what? You're not searching like Piximon porn, are you? No, what? Good lord! I'm just, I'm just asking. I was looking up what level he was. Oh, do they have levels? Yes. So um, I don't know why I said that. Like you should know. Like, come on, Nick. Everyone knows the different Digimon levels. Um, I mean, I played some of the game. I mean, I was super into it way back when. But I remember the. So the the first one when you first see them coming out of the baby. Uh, the eggs. That's what? 
Not when they come oh, out of the baby, okay. when they come out of the eggs. When, when all the digestion came out of a baby. Yeah, uh, you know how it works. Um, they are, uh, it's called like the baby stage, obviously makes sense. Um, then next is the one where they're all like similarly shaped, like similarly colored. They're all like pink, um, but they're like, you know, a little bit different. But all I can do is blow bubbles, basically. Uh, Koromon, and uh, that is it, that is in training. And then Rookie is the one they're in most of the time. So like Agumon and Gabumon and all that. And then there's Champion, which is like Greymon. <laughs> I love that I'm explaining all this. There's Champ- Champion, up. Ultimate, and then Mega um, is the is Ultimate the and then Mega. Isn't Ultimate by definition kind of like the pinnacle? It's It's worse than that. I'm looking here at the Japanese translation. And ultimate, literally, the 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 one uh, Kanzentai is literally translated as perfect form. But then there is the ultimate form after that. Fascinating. Yeah, Japan, get your stuff together. But there's also the fusions and stuff that like they find ways to keep getting wacky. But I was just looking up. Apparently, a Piximon is very powerful, and this was so pointless for so many people listening. <laughs> I think we like people just dropped off right when I started talking in the finer points of the digital evolution chain. I mean, yeah, I get nothing. Thanks, I appreciate the support. <laughs> I want, I wanted to be supportive, but I mean, how could you? How could you be? After what I've yeah. done, Ugh. yeah, it's um, it, it's very. I mean, Pokemon isn't really any better, and the same thing with like it's very Dragon Ball. You know, like there's always some new untapped Saiyan form. Super Saiyan level that, four uh, is the highest you can go until I'm pretty sure they found level five later. Instinct. No, there's the instinct. For, you know, there's there's Super Saiyan forms, but then there's also like oh the monkey off. Well, there's Monk. Well, that was in I think Dragon Ball GT, which is technically non-canon. Um, right. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Words. Um. But but then like in the the Dragon Ball Super, which I really haven't followed, but I, I listened to my 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 brother talk about it. Um. There's like the instinct form, which I don't think is technically a super saying form. But yeah, I mean the hair changes color and stuff because why not? Yeah. This so you listening to your brother talking about Dragon Ball Super is basically our listeners listening to us talk about Digimon, and they love it. They do. You keep you people keep coming back, you suckers. We Nick, is there anything else about this arc uh, that we haven't talked about yet that you you want to mention? Um, I mean, in summation. Evil Elvis and the Funky Bunch. Like <laughs> the kids make it to the continent of server. They find their tags. They find their crests. They learn the meaning of friendship. Um, they don't technically defeat Edamon. Edamon kind of vanishes. I don't know if he ever comes back. Actually, I guess I, we'll find I out. Don't think he does in this Digimon adventure. But you know, there's Digimon Adventure O two. Adventure O two. That's know. true. They could bring him back for that. Be like, oh, remember me? We forgot to tie off this plot point. <laughs> I'm still alive, suckers. Uh, um, no, but like oh, overall, uh, or I guess we'll get to our final thoughts in a second here. I mean, this is a, a bit more freeform than like the regular show. 
because uh, we're not really going to say like, oh, does this hold up to our memories or not? Because we're still going to barrel through. Like, is it worth revisiting? Eh, who cares? Because we're going to. Um, so I, I think it's it's fine and appropriate if you want to kind of give, you know, your summation of your, your thoughts and does this, how is, ah, bah, 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 words. Now that we've watched like a bit, we watched like the introductory arc and now we're digging a little bit more into the story. Have like your thoughts and feelings changed anymore? Are you wanting to like bail out or you're growing more curious? I don't know. Just whatever, the, how, however the, the digi spirit moves you. With, with the digi spirit. Um, I mean, with that episode with Ty returning, it really reminded me about the whole sort of, you know, how the, the digital world is affecting the real world. And, I'm, and I always eat that crap up. Uh, and a, coupled with the fact that the animation was super good, I realize it's probably not going to stick. But um, it does make me more, I still have a desire to continue, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it was silly. Like, Edamon's definitely not my favorite. I, I don't know why I want to take my Digimon so seriously. Um, but it, you know, it, it was it was entertaining. It was kind of, I definitely, I think, was like zoned out a bit in some of the episodes, you know, at times. Because even though they kind of broke that initial formula, like, kids get trapped, they're in danger, Digimon's at the Digivolve, like, they, they find interesting ways to to shake it up like you know uh, uh agumon turning into skull graymon instead of regular graymon or metal graymon or whatever like that that is like it's pretty i mean it's pretty dark and, and pretty uh, deep you know for a kid's show so I, I do i did like that but um you know sometimes like the show can still just sort of fall into this like yeah the kids are hungry they stumble into a trap you know they're, they're, like I'm just going to say it like spoilers. I imagine that when this is all said and done, the kids win in the end. I know what? controversial th- possibility, but, uh, but it's still, for the most part, it's still entertaining to watch. Yeah. I think this parts of this arc felt a little bit more aimless. Like they're running from Edamon, but Edamon's never really like a huge threat to them. Um, it's really kind of unclear, like what he really even wants to, I mean, he wants to stop those Digidestined as he keeps saying, but it doesn't, I don't know, didn't feel like he cared that much about it. Uh, and and the kids, like, are fa- like the crests are falling into their laps and they're having their, like, misadventures. But then, like, the last few episodes, when Datamon shows up is really when things kind of, like, kick into gear a little bit more. And everything just happens and falls into place. Then Ty goes into the real world. And I really like that episode. I mean, all in all, I think I liked some stuff in this arc a lot. But... Uh, it still felt, as I said, like a little bit aimless at times. And I'm glad that we got rid of the, uh, oh, they're in danger. Digivolve. Yay. You saved us. Great. But also like losing that structure and not having any sort of other structure to replace it. It's just like, they're wandering around here for a little while. And then they wander around here and they're in this desert and they find a crest and, ah, things happen. And, oh, now Datamon fighting Edamon, who's Sephirothing it up. And then the the real world stuff was great. So a uh, little bit shorter of an arc compared to the first one, um, which I appreciate. Because if, if it had gone longer with them just wandering around, like probably really would have lost interest. Um, but never got to that point. And, and now I'm, I'm just kind of excited. Because I remember the Myotismon stuff being, as a kid, very like engaging and creepy and interesting and I'm very curious to see if that holds up today 
or if it's just not going to be worth it. I think you, I think you, you hit the nail on the head with the rubber street something. Oh, you you, you made a, you made a good point. You made a good point. Listening audience, do you have any thoughts on Digimon on Edamon? Do you remember Edamon especially well? We'd love to hear about it. Of course, you can just share any of your Digimon memories with us anytime. We'll share them when we re- re- revisit uh, talking about it here. Um, whenever that might be next, you know, follow us on social media to see when that's going to be. Hit me one more pod. And uh, Nick, thanks for being here, man. David, thank you for being here. Where can people find you and what you're up to? As always, people can find me on Instagram at palblamshazam underscore art or on Twitter at palblamshazam. If people want to find me, that is Davluz, D-A-V-L-U-Z, Twitter and Instagram. You can find me there. As we mentioned, the show is Hit Me One More Pod on the socials. You can also go to hitmeonemoretime.com, all the ways to find us and contact us there. We would love to hear from you. Uh, we have some some stuff coming up that we, you know, we're really excited about. And of course, we have our Patreon. You can go patreon.com slash hit me one more time. If you are feeling so generous, you can support us there, get some bonus content, lots of great stuff. That's going to do it for us today. Listening audience, we do this show for you. We do this show because of you. Remember, you can't move forward if you're always looking back. We'll see you next time. Welcome to Hit Me One More Time, the Nostalgia Reflection Podcast, where we ask... Wow, I completely forgot what the opening of this podcast was. Apparently, I was just going to cut out the middle.